humans, welcome to our podcast, Deconstruct. We're your hosts, Lauren and Adam. We dive headfirst into conversations breaking down things like religion and purity culture, sex, spirituality, and the world around us. Although we now consider ourselves to be somewhere between agnosticism and mystical atheism, we often speak from our experiences from our time spent in the Christian music industry and religious upbringing. We bring on a variety of guests to hear their story and help demystify topics that we were once taught to fear or ignore, expanding the lenses through which we see the world. We'd love to hear your story. You can find us on Instagram at deconstruct.pod. Now, on to the episode. And welcome back to the podcast. Today we have David Hayward, aka the Naked Pastor. Um, after 30 years in the church, he left the ministry to pursue his passion for art. Naked Pastor uses words and images to challenge the status quo, deconstruct dogma, and offer hope for those who struggle and suffer under it. David is no stranger to belief systems, he holds a master's in theological studies as well as diplomas in religious studies and ministry and university teaching. His art expresses the stories and struggles of spiritual refugees and independent thinkers who question, doubt, or oppose the confines of religion. Each piece encourages difficult conversations and acts as a catalyst for critical thinking. David, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me on, guys. Good to be here again. So excited. So I know we were just saying that, like, you know, it feels like we've come full circle, but that's because our very first season within, I think it was one of the, you were one of the first, maybe five, wow. maybe seven, yeah. you were our very first season um, of Deconstruct before we even were called Deconstruct. I know. And wow. Do you remember that? Crazy. Do you Do you actually remember us not being called Deconstruct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was called Let's Talk About It. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. Back when we were a little yeah. bit more vague about what it was that we were actually trying to say to the world. Which I know. Which actually and now and now yeah, now now they're saying it's a movement. I don't agree with that. But like uh now mm. I, I just read an article today that it's a movement, which I think I think I think it's I think that's bullshit, personally. Yeah. But but uh yeah, it's it's a big deal. It's Incredible. actually it's actually funny because that's exactly what I wanted to talk to you about today. Um, oh, okay. So um, yeah. we're on the right path uh, on the same brainwave. Uh, I think it's interesting because guess what? Our title that the episode that we did with you and this was in 2019. Um, uh-huh. It's literally we titled it "What Is Deconstruction." Oh wow! <laughs> and yeah. wow. you explained <laughs> to us what deconstruction was. Um, wow. And I, th- exactly. It's like, whoa, like, are you serious? Like this whole thing feels so like serendipitous, especially because, I mean, you just read this article, Adam and I have been having conversations, like, again, almost asking ourselves, what is deconstruction? And it like, you know, is this a movement? What, what is there a deconstruction community? Do we want a part <laughs> of it? Like, oh, you know, all these yeah. questions after all this time. And now this has become part of our brand. There's a lot yeah. of things that we have to kind of um, consider and the conversations we've been having. So, I mean, you yeah. said that the deconstruction movement, you, you called bullshit on it. Why? Yeah. Well, because, well, the, the, the person who wrote this article um, said 
when we're talking about deconstruction, let's admit it, we're just talking about apostasy. Mm. <laughs> and, and so uh, that's, the, that's the issue. That's what's going on is uh, people are leaving the church. Yeah. Yeah. And for various reasons. Uh, one of them is, uh, you know, the uh, up, upsetting of their beliefs and the questioning of their beliefs. But there's also other things going on, too, like, well, COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's boredom. There's irrelevancy. There's sexual uh, uh, harassment and um, spiritual abuse. Um, there's it's all over the news. What you know, the church. Uh, you know, like for example, in Canada with the uh, um, Indigenous peoples and so on. Um, you know, the, the the incredible criminal activity. Uh, that's that's going on in Canada and in the U.S. and around the world and uh, that the church is perpetuating and so on. So there's lots of reason why people are leaving the church. Um, I'm reading now, I just read an article today where the person said basically deconstruction's apostasy, which is basically leaving, mm. leaving the faith, leaving the church to them is equivalent. And, um, and, and that's what the problem is. It's not a movement. It's they're losing people. People are jumping off a sinking ship mm. and uh, trying to save their lives and save their souls if they even think they have one. Yeah. And and uh, the church and those who adhere to it and love it and, and want to protect it and secure it and everything are upset about it. And so, of course, they're going to brand everybody who's leaving under one broad title, um, you know, uh, apostates. Yeah. Uh, it just, it just makes sense. So yeah, that's, that's why I resist. I don't want it to become a movement. Um, I'm kind of on a rant. No, <laughs> I don't want it to become, I don't want it to become a movement because then that's just another denomination. Eventually. Yeah. I don't want that. I want, uh, what people are doing is I think deep down a lot of pe- these people who are deconstructing, questioning of the beliefs, leaving the church are realizing that nobody has exclusive rights on what is a community right. and that we are, we mm-hmm. are you. We are the universe. Yep. We yes. are a global family. And um, people are walking away from expressions that uh, resist that reality and truth. So why, wow. why do you, why is it, um, which I agree, but, you know, uh-huh. by your take, like your opinion, why is it a problem that, you know, these people, whether they're church leaders or spiritual leaders or whoever, why is it a problem that they're kind of broad stroking what deconstruction is? Well, it's like um, it's it's it'd be the same as as people jumping off of a, a a sinking ship to save themselves, and people trying to convince them to stay rather than fix the hole in the hull. Yeah, like that. The, the problem is isn't people leaving the church. The problem is why are people leaving mm. the church? It right. puts the blame and the responsibility on the wrong person. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, before in a, in the episode, which was two years ago, when I asked you, "What is deconstruction?" Uh, let's yeah. just get that little reminder. How do you describe what is deconstruction? Okay. Well, like literal. I I started talking about this back in two thousand and eight. Yeah, I went. I went to a conference. I went to a workshop. It was, it was about the deconstructionist philosophical movement um, that questions everything. Mm. Um, 
um, starting with texts, language, and words, and all this kind of thing. And I walked away thinking that'd be a great way to describe what's happening to many people um, leaving the church, and including myself. And that eventually led to my own departure from the church in 2010. And I just started talking about deconstruction in that way. I knew I would. I stole a word from philosophy. Um, Derrida, the French philosopher, actually created the word. Mm. Um, but um, and I know I co-opted it and probably some purists, philosophical purists are maybe upset by that because I didn't expect this uh, way to describe people questioning their beliefs and leaving the church to become so huge. Right. So basically my, my idea is the same is that uh, now, now I think there's two kinds of deconstructions. One is theological and the other is ecclesiological. So the theological deconstruction is when you just start questioning the beliefs that you've been handed and, and that you believed. You're, you're questioning them and um, you're going to the root, you're, you're even, even your conditioning, your religious conditioning and everything. So that to me is deconstruction. It's actually, instead of constructing something, it's deconstructing. You're taking away. Things are eroding, um, collapsing. Um, you know, melting, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> yeah. corrupting. And then the uh, other deconstruction is ecclesiological where people uh, lose their love and connection to the church. And um, so usually when people deconstruct theologically, it ends up them leaving the church because there's no room for them. Um, there's no space for them to do what they're doing. Um, and then uh, people who leave the church uh, deconstruct from the church don't necessarily deconstruct theologically. In fact, um, they might even become more fundamentalistic or whatever. That you know, we need to get back to the pure theology, pure church, back to the Bible, um, and they resist, you know, the modern church and progressive stuff. So, yeah, that, so that's basically my idea of deconstruction. It's anybody who's questioning their beliefs, who are wanting to progress through their stages of faith or whatever you want to call that phases of, of spiritual growth and that the, the church um, is not comfortable providing them space to do that. Mm. And, and the, so they have to leave. That's, that's incredible. Honestly, that gives me so much clarity, just the, just the idea and the difference there, because uh, with myself and the, the process that we've been going through here, it has been a lot, uh, but I also see my family um, going through the mm-hmm. same thing, but they, tend to be leaning more toward digging back into what, what Christianity should have been, conserving yes. what the Bible originally meant and taking everything as, as absolute literal. Uh, and they, and they, they, right. they find the same spaces where it's like, okay, everything's contextual. Let's get back to that context rather right. than applying it as contextual and moving forward and, and, and continuing into understanding like what it is that you want to uh, see happen in the world and changing right. and changing the circumstances that people have to live in so that that doesn't have to be applicable anymore. Right. And it, now does that right. feel, does that feel like progressive? So there's, there's deconstructing Christianity, faith, all of that, but then there's also a progressive Christian movement as well. Right. Does, does that, it, it feels similar in, in the way that there's, there's some people that are, still clinging to the church and wanting to redefine the Bible even yeah. rather that than be just like wanting to the shed ecclesia- everything. The, yeah. the ecclesiological. One? That one, that w- yeah. would that be like the progressive Christianity versus like, you know, 
Um, well, sometimes, yes. What I think is happening, though, is that there's a huge migration um, away from orthodoxy. Um, not only um, orthodoxy and orthopractice, there's a huge drift, a huge migration away. And people are just setting up camp wherever they feel most comfortable or they don't want to keep traveling or, you know, they're done or they like it here or, or whatever. And, and so, um, the, you know, we find people um, who are very progressive, super progressive, um, and all within the church uh, still. And then there's those who progress even further outside. Well, I shouldn't use the word progress as I don't mean that it's necessarily a positive thing. They just keep moving until they're outside of the church. And then they're, you know, so there's all these, it's like climbing Everest. It's just Mm. a a series of base camps um, uh, where people finally settle down and, and that's where they're going to stay. I think people who are truly, um, on the path of deconstruction and really, really are pursuing what is true. Don't set up camp. They're yeah. packing they keep light. Mo- they keep moving. Yeah. yeah. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So with the the terminology of the deconstruction movement, how do you feel about the word, the, the terminology of deconstruction community? Because that sounds just the same. That sounds like, you know, as if it's well, an, another uh, church yeah. denomination. It's like, I, I always have a hard time using that word. I totally agree. It's, it's difficult. It's, it's tr- problematic because it's the same as when I say the LGBTQIA community. It's not really a community. It's just, it's just people scattered around the world yeah. um, under, there's a banner and, mm. and so on. But, you know, they're, they're not monolithic at all. We're not right. monolithic at all. And, right. and deconstruction, people who are deconstructing, there's no, they're, they're not monolithic. They're not the same. It's, it's very um, diverse, extremely diverse, as diverse as the world is. That's, that's what deconstructing people look like. And so it, it, I, lo- I call it community loosely, but I, yeah. there's no organization to it and there shouldn't be. Right. Well, it's it, it's interesting to me, too, because I feel like a lot of these people that are trying to break down their belief systems that they've had tend to be people who are deep researchers and they like to find right and wrong. And that's interesting right. to try to combine something that's kind of this ethereal amalgamation of like understanding alongside and being perpetuated by somebody who's basically trying to seek binaries. And I could yeah. and I could see why that would become a thing where people want to establish what is a deconstructing community because because I from my experience and and knowing myself I I feel like so much of that is trying to grab for understanding what it is that that the world is and trying to define mm-hmm. what it what the how the world actually functions and not and not just grabbing onto this theology that I was handed. And right. So it just it, it it's it's one of those push and pulls that I think 
I think it's brilliant, like you said. They're they're kind of packing light, and they're going to keep on traveling, and they're not going to people that are really deconstructing and on this journey aren't aren't setting up right. a base camp. They're just pitching a tent for the night in in a few places. Um, well, I I want to make sure I want to be clear. I, I I don't judge anybody for stopping anywhere or you know or even going back. Like I I've had some friends in my life who are like, this is just too intense. This is too mm. scary. I miss the comfort of my beliefs. Yes. I miss the security and the 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 covering and the accountability of church. Totally. I miss I miss worship. Yeah. Uh, you know, I miss prayer. Um, you know, all this kind of thing. And they go back. Yeah. And they they absolutely intentionally refuse to uh, change. <laughs> so it's wow. like fine. You know, that's yeah. that's that's your choice. Um, then some, some choose to settle in a progressive kind of Christianity, um, hopefully affirming and, um, so on and so forth. And they're, they're happy there and I'm happy that they're happy there. See, for me, that what, what, what I'm really, the underlying thing for me has always been spiritual independence. So, um, for you, it's your choice wherever you end up, even if it's, you know, back in the church or full on atheism, uh, if you've made that choice, Mm. with integrity and you're happy and for me it doesn't matter yeah we're all we're all experiencing one reality we all find our own paradigm worldview and language to understand it and articulate it but it's just one reality yeah and so whether you choose the language of atheism and the and the you know um, worldview behind it or belief and the worldview behind that and the words that go with it I, I don't care if you've made that choice with integrity, you're happy there. That's fine. But for me, I, I even, I'm even deconstructing language where um, even the words we use like um, are, are very limiting and the word is not the thing. And I'm, yeah, right. I want to know what's beyond the words, what's beyond the words that we're, ta- that we're using such as God and community and spirit and, you know, et cetera. So uh, I, 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 I predict my journey will never end yeah. and that's, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Well, with your journey, do you, do you use the, the word deconstruct ever? Or is that something that you kind of move? Like you don't really like, do you use it as a hashtag? I feel like social media is the thing that keeps, <laughs> that makes like this, the, this quote unquote community. That's what we're, I feel like in the conversations I've had, that's what people, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about, the deconstruction social media accounts. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I use deconstruction today. I'm using it when I talk with you guys. So it's like, um, I'm going to use the word it's, it's convenient. Words are convenient. They're, they're necessary. Um, they're helpful. Um, but, uh, um, you know, and I use it in hashtags as well and stuff. And, and it is kind of cool when you, like I have a friend here locally who um, uh, is deconstructing, and it's it's kind of neat to be able to hang out and yeah. talk. Oh yeah, uh, well, and that's you know, why hopefully it brings ha- you actual friendships and yeah, exactly. You're kind of on the same page, and you don't have to dodge bullets and you know everything all the time. So uh, it's 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 it is comfortable, and there is that communal that community kind of sense, you know, I have an online community called the lasting supper where people, um, who are deconstructing, uh, can join. So, 
you know, and it, it forms a little community. But these are just like, um, like when you go on a hike and you meet up with another band of people and you travel along for a while together and so on. That To me, that's what it's like. I don't want to build a wall around ourselves and put up a sign yeah. like totally. that. That to me would be the end of it. Yeah. That That's the death knell. So I re that's why I reacted so strongly to that article today mm. with you guys, that it's a movement and um, we're, we're apostates and basically what we want is to do what we want to do. And so we're, we're bucking authority and we're, um, you know, kicking off uh, all restraint and everything just so that we can be gay and have gay sex and, or, you know, <laughs> right. be, be uh, polyamorous or whatever. you like, that's ridiculous. Right. <laughs> well, and so besides getting ticked off by the article and what people are doing, like, how do we, yeah. how do we deal with that? I mean, for us, like our brand is called deconstruct. So of course, like it's frustrating for me, for us, whenever, you know, we see this word that originally brought so much healing to us now it's being twisted and convoluted in someone else's mouth and being oh, spread I like know. what do we do with it yeah now aren't that aren't some of these uh sort of kind of cool hipster kind of progressive -y kind of conservative like they're conservative and progressive clothing yeah um and and they're like okay now it's time to deconstruct deconstruction and get you back in right, right. as long as you land back like, in the same spot and you come to the same conclusions we do then you can deconstruct all you want right yeah like that that drives me insane because <laughs> they don't understand it they don't understand what's going on they they number one they think it's apostasy <clears throat> that we're we're just uh um, falling in into error mm. or, and that we're selfishly wanting to um, do uh, live hedonistic lives. And the only way we can do that is leave religion. Like <laughs> this, it's just crazy. So I, should I, we I, let them have it? Should we like, in the sense of like, should we just let those people have the terminology or should we just keep using it and ha having to like explain ourselves? Like, like, should well, we just let okay. them run with it or All right. how should we deal you, with it? You guys, I hope you guys don't regret. Shoot, why did we pick that for our brand? Now we're stuck with it. <laughs> well, I don't know. Sometimes well, I do. Well, you know, try Naked Pastor. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh um, gosh, I cannot even imagine. It, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a little like so, controversial, right? Well, here's, here's the thing. For me, deconstruction is, like I said, it's when we question our conditioning, including our religious conditioning, our spiritual conditioning. And that is going to happen all the time, all down through the centuries, all, all generations. <coughs> People are going to raise their kids a certain way. And then the kids will grow up and finally reach a level of maturity where they start questioning what they've been taught and are going to seek their own way of being spiritual uh and and i i've always said this like you get to decide how to be spiritual so that to me is the whole deconstruction process and it yeah. never like i will continually be deconstructing because i will continually be uh, being i will continually um question my conditioning yeah which happens every day i'm being conditioned every day to conform and to oh constantly you know by yourself uh, and by the world that's right so I, i'll constantly be deconstructing 
And so I think the word's here to stay. And I think it's a good word. Yeah. And I don't, you know, these people who are bastardizing it um, are, you know, uh, they might be hurting themselves. They might be shooting mm-hmm. themselves in the foot um, because, uh, you know, deconstruct your deconstruction sounds kind of, <laughs> it's, it's tricky. It's like, that's, that sounds like snake oil to me. Well, and so, here's, here's the thing that I do like about it, though, is that okay. I feel like they're, uh, no matter what their intent is with the word, I think they're making it approachable. And I think that the moment that you can start stepping into a space where where you're almost um, you, you're normalizing this idea, I think I think it's something that it allows people to dip their toe into the water for a minute, and maybe they will start in a place where they're where they're talking or they're they're listening to a sermon from someone who who has poor intentions for the word, and maybe they'll be misguided for a moment. But a lot of the healing that I've also gotten from my progression through um, unraveling my faith is reclaiming a lot of the words that I originally loved and that I originally, that, that originally meant a lot to me. And mm-hmm. so I, I think in, I think on a social level, I think it really does. It makes it seem a little bit wider and that broad stroke, I think can on occasion be okay. As long as, as long as we're still allowed the opportunity by ourselves and by our communities and by each other right. to right. to define that word for ourselves without it having to be this this mm-hmm. massive thing that only has one one monolithic meaning. Right. Well, that's that's easy for you to say though because uh um like for example, I get asked almost every day um are you a believer? Yeah. That's packed, man. That, like that 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 is a dangerous question for me. Yeah. Uh, because what do they mean by believer? Every religion has believers. Uh, you know, um, people who believe in crystals and wands and incense and everything, they are believers. Uh, Oprah Winfrey's a believer. Um, uh, Tony Robbins is a believer. Uh, you know, right. um, yeah, like uh, Zuckerberg's a believer, but not. In, but what what are they believing in, and how many gods are there? So when somebody asks me, <clears throat> "Are you a believer?" I have to I have to ask them, "Okay, what 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 do you mean by that? Like, what do you what are we talking about?" And and so on. So, like the, I I would love it if people would understand the complexity and the dynamics of words, but most people don't. Mm-hmm. So they they. They just say, are you a believer? And what they want from you is, I believe exactly the way you do. That's mm-hmm. what they want to hear. Yeah. and That I, to them is what a believer is. Yeah. And I like, yeah. And I feel like I, I hear what you're saying, Adam. Like, it does make things be like, they're like a little bit more approachable. Maybe people will like, they'll take their own path. No matter what, they'll hear that. Right. The only thing that concerns me is, it it feels like the same if someone's like you know hashtagging deconstruct or they're saying they're oh come on let's deconstruct and um you know they're not affirming or whatever it is it it feels a little bit like, like churches churches that say um we love you as you are but yet mm. you know won't have lgbtq people on their on the staff or allow them to you know be um 
to to serve or you know there was there's always there's like this catch and that's the only thing that concerns me with this like almost being broad broadened and kind of taken into a it's diluting it it's diluting it which is fine it's not like we own it or anybody else owns the word no one can own a word and that's basically that's we've deconstructed that right <laughs> like we we know we understand that it just makes things a little bit more um sticky and it makes things a little bit more like scary when i you know people are finding all sorts of accounts now and thinking it's a place of affirmation and love and turns out it's not well you know um th- this this i i don't mean to show my ignorance but this is kind of new to me is this for real where people are Communities are claiming to be deconstructing and they're not affirming. Yeah, I've I've only recently been seeing it. Um, so within the past couple of weeks, um, a, there's a couple of accounts and people that I'm friends with, um, like uh, talk purity to me, Blair. She just recently made a video about it. How um, she was kind of calling out uh, accounts that were, you know, uh, claiming deconstruction and hashtagging deconstruct on their posts but were had also had homophobic posts and <laughs> oh my god really right wow. and that's and that's what i'm that's what i'm like worrying okay. about right i'm just like yeah, oh yeah. this is not that's this isn't great <laughs> this is getting well just getting imagine sketchy. how jesus just imagine how jesus felt after all these churches <laughs> yeah i'm only kidding well yeah i mean this right. isn't what I meant. Right. Um, yeah, well, that's that's interesting. And, you know, it goes to show, um, it just goes to show what happens uh, when, when um, you know, like a movement, for example, um, like I, the last uh, denomination I was pastoring was the Vineyard. And it started as a movement, a very powerful, exciting movement out of California. And it grew and grew and, uh, you know, um, created all kinds of beautiful worship music. In fact, it, it revolutionized worship, um, the Vineyard yeah. did, that before Hillsong did. Wow. And, and um, you know, and then uh, the founder died and everything crystallized and turned to cement mm-hmm. and uh, sank to the bottom. And, you know, it's, it's, it's no longer uh, a flash in the pan. And that's just what happens to institutions and <clears throat> to beliefs and organizations and churches and communities and words. They just, this is what happens. Um, so, you know, I, I remember when I first um, started using the word naked pastor, people couldn't even get to my website from schools or libraries oh or work or anything because the word naked in it. Now they, everybody can. But, yeah. you know, now there's the whole, oh, that's kind of that's kind of creepy, isn't it? Naked pastor and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it, it goes through all kinds of iterations of meaning. And right. and that's just what happens. And so it's the same with Deconstruct Pod. I mean, uh, you can maybe add fucking Deconstruct Pod. That, <laughs> might, that, might, that might clarify it. That might clarify some things for people, but oh, bingo! That's our next. That's our rebrand. Yep, that's uh, season nine. You can bleep. You can bleep that out if you have. To. Oh, oh no, not at all. We don't bleep anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, and the thing is, for you, 
like you've been illustrating now for for years and bringing yep. people a lot of healing and you're also challenging the their beliefs and um through mm-hmm. illustrations and through sometimes little like five words on an illustration yeah. um which yeah. is absolutely amazing because it's not aggressive but it is at the same time and it's Be- because it's so pointed it's so pointed but it's cartoons yeah. like people can't really like they're not they can't be mad at the cartoon <laughs> for like I know, it's I really quite it. brilliant it is it is brilliant i and love it for you so do you feel like i mean i was just on your page and you seem to be just as passionate as ever um about yep. doing your illustrations is there has there ever been seasons for you where you are just do you get tired of of challenging people or challenging these thoughts that you have already worked past or do you like reiterating and making something new of this same sort of concept Hey everyone, want to take a quick moment to say thank you for listening. If you like what you're hearing, please share this episode and rate and review the podcast as it helps others find this online community. Thanks so much. Now back to the episode. Um, I do get discouraged, yeah. Um, the Because I'm kind of doing two things. One is I'm challenging the principalities and the powers. On the one hand, that's my tearing down part. Right. You know, ab- abuse in the church, um, uh, homophobia, um, <clears throat> racism, um, sexism, misogyny, uh, silliness in beliefs. Um, you know, all all kinds of stuff. Uh, I'm I'm challenging and tearing down. But then I'm the building up part where I am encouraging people who are, you know, LGBTQIA or um, who are women. Um, abused survivors, abuse survivors, uh, people of color, all that stuff. I'm, I'm trying to build up and encourage. So I just remember every day when I get up, I just say to myself, help, help people, help people, help Mm. people. I just, and, and that's, and I know I am, I know I help people because I hear from them every day. I get encouraging, you know, comments or private messages or emails, um, that people are really, I mean, sometimes I even think I save lives, like literally. Oh, it's you just absolutely like, do, yeah. And and um, but I get I get some really nasty hate, and uh, it just and then reading that article today, um, about you know deconstruction and you know it's a selfish thing and it's apostasy and you know we're just trying to be cool and all that stuff. Just it's like so to be so massively misunderstood is it's really discouraging and um so uh but i I, like i said i I just have to get up every morning and remind myself while i'm why i'm doing this um i i'm i'm helping people and uh hopefully too um you know some churches and pastors and leaders are seeing my stuff and um, are are being challenged and getting ideas on how to do things right or or to become healthier as a community or a church or or style of leadership or preaching or whatever. So, yeah, it, I do get discouraged. Um, 
Uh, it is, I do get tired sometimes, but I mean, gosh, I, I get up every day and I, I just stuff just pours out of me. Like I'm drawing every day. I'm writing every day yeah. and interacting with people every day. And, uh, you know, I've got some books on the go and I'm, I'm painting paintings as well. And so, yeah, yeah. I just keep, I just keep going. <laughs> Do yeah. you do you find yourself having moments of discovery through that, like for yourself, or do you do you feel like do you want more clarity on the things that you're saying, and you want to be able to dial in exactly a specific message? I'm always learning. Um, so, um, I'll give you an example. Um, a few weeks ago, I posted a cartoon that was very popular uh, when I first drew it a couple of years ago, and um, I thought. You know, I'm going to repost that because um, it was relevant to what I was talking about. I, I've, I've been spending a couple of weeks on spiritual abuse. <clears throat> so I thought I would just share this cartoon where a woman is walking with Jesus. And she says, I can't believe I've been so hurt by people claiming to be God's people. Mm. And Jesus says, oh, my God, me too. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> And uh, somebody pointed out to me, you know, that could be interpreted as anti-Semitic, mm-hmm. that Jesus was claiming he was hurt by God's people, meaning the Jews. Mm. So I did not draw it with that intention at all. Of course. Right. But I definitely could see um, that how it could be misinterpreted that so i took it down i took the cartoon mm. down yeah i was gonna say um, i'm on your your account now and i couldn't find it but yeah that, that makes sense but uh I, that happened to me once before uh a couple of years ago i drew a cartoon of uh jesus talking to a, a group of older men in robes you know talking to the men of his day and he says the difference between me and you is you use the scriptures to determine what love means. And I use love to determine what the scripture means. Mm. Yeah. And people love that cartoon. And I had a Jewish friend say, "Mm, you know, that could be interpreted as anti-Semitic that Christians interpret the Bible better than Jews do. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, I took it down and I, I redrew the cartoon and, the people he's talking to look like a bunch of Baptists with their Bibles. <laughs> we're, we're like, surely they're wrong. <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that one works. But yeah. So, and then I, you know, I did, I, I, I have been reading about this and just analyzing my own self and everything that, you know, anti-Semitism runs really, really deep, mm. not only in the world, but in Christianity and in the church and even in the Bible, even in the New Testament, there's anti-Semitic sentiment there. Yeah. Um, and, um, so I, I, uh, I think that's a, one of the, that's just one example of where I'm learning every day. And it's the same with, it's the same with the LGBTQIA community and, and women and, um, you know, other religions or races or first nations or, or whatever. I, um, if I'm not that, I, I need to be open to learn from, um, all of those people, all those groups. Yeah. If I want, if I want to help, if I want to, if I want to contribute my voice, I need to be able to listen. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, from what I've 
heard and I've experienced and I've watched over the years from you. Like I, I, that's why I love sending people your way whenever they're looking for accounts to follow and things. Because oh, thank you. I know. Well, yeah, it's, I, I know that you are constantly learning and growing. I can tell through your videos and through your content and your, even in your illustrations, I'm like, Oh wow, this was really thought out and the captions. And it feels like if someone mm. was to call you out or to say something like you, you listen and I, I do, you know, so I do want to give you like kudos and, and, and just thank you for doing that because it gives me, gives me hope and, and faith in that whenever I'm sending people your way, I, I know they're in good hands. Well, thank you. That means a lot. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Well, uh, I I did want to circle back around to you said you had a community, and I know we've spoken about this before, but it has been years. And so uh, we've grown as a podcast and as a family here um, in this, uh, as we would call it, our deconstruct community because it is the name of our podcast. Um and yeah. so we would love for you to kind of talk about your community and where people can, you know, obviously find you and your illustrations, but more so where they can uh, plug in and meet other sure. people. Sure. Yeah. So l- look, I don't think you guys should abandon the deconstruct <laughs> name. Absolutely not. I appreciate um, that. Yeah. yeah. No, hang on to that. Uh, I like, I like the name deconstruct pod. That's really cool. Thank and you. Um, the deconstruct community, uh, you know, <clears throat> when there, like I said before, it kind of is, you know, when, when, when there's, there's people, um, on sort of on the same page or they're on the same journey. Um, you know, I, I kind of like compared it to when you're on a hike and, or, you know, and you, you camp for the night and there's another fire nearby and you join around one fire and you, you have some wine and you're talking and so on and about the different trails and, you know, whatever it's, yeah. it, 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 it is a community, but it's, 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 uh, it's, uh, spontaneous. Right. It, it's not a church, you know, it's right. not, yeah. there's, there's no brick and mortar and there shouldn't be. This so it's not a guided tour. <laughs> no, that's right. It's, it's, and it needs to stay this way where we, we, um, we, we meet up, you know, we, we get to know one another and, um, but we, we refuse to organize. I don't think we should organize. Mm. And, and so, um, but yeah, I have a, an online community called the lasting and, um, it's small. I want it to stay small. I don't want it to get big, um, because it's a really cool dynamic community and we interact and, you know, um, it's really supportive. It's very diverse where there's everything from, church going believers to people who've left the church and are full on atheist and, and everybody in between. And, um, the common value that we share is that we listen and, um, we support and we don't offer advice or we don't correct or rebuke or try to, you know, influence or anything like that. It's just, we we're here to listen. And, um, because we trust you with your own spiritual journey. And, um, you're the authority in your own life. You're the master of your, you know, destiny and the captain of your ship. And, and, uh, we're going to trust you with that. So we're here to listen and support you, um, mm-hmm. in that. So th- that's, and that's the way my Instagram community feels like. Mm. And, um, you know, 
uh, so, and I, there are, I went and called it a community when really it isn't, but it, it kind of <laughs> is. Right. So it's a convenient but word. It's, yeah, it is a convenient word. Well, so, because it has a communal spirit, like it's there's it a, does. it just feels warm and welcoming and supportive and and that's that's what community should feel like. So, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I agree, um, and we'll be sure to uh, put all of that information in the description of the podcast. Um, as and you can find me at nakedpastor dot com, of course. Nakedpastor.com, Yes. The one and only naked pastor. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, David, this has been so amazing. I honestly was so excited to chat with you again. Um, I don't know if you had seen it. Um, I think you did, but whenever we asked on our Instagram who we should have on the podcast, we always we always get requests for you. So I was like, you know what? Oh, cool. You know what? We're gonna have them again because people either haven't yeah. listened to that first one or just want more of you. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> awesome. Let's just do it. So. Awesome. Uh, we were really excited to chat with you and basically have the same conversation, but like leveled up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool. That's cool. Thanks very much for having me back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we will um, chat with you soon, and everyone who's listening, uh, we love you. And until next time, bye. bye.